This is another episode of the Backstage Sports Podcast. I'm Joe. Woo! There I'm we James go. Parker. Straight off the top, bro. Listen, yeah. listen, I'm still hungover from your wedding, bro. Uh, listen, wow. you hear my oh, voice, man. I wedding. think this is a result of that as well. Um, <laughs> so, that's, so that's part of my funnest wedding I've ever been to in my life. Yeah, we took some. We 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 got to catch y'all up. We took some time off um, for many things. One of them being my wedding, which both of these uh, kind gentlemen um, blessed us with their presence at. Um, we have a special guest today. We gotta we gotta first get him in here and introduce you guys to him. He this is actually his second time on the show. He was on the very first iteration of the show. It was very different. It looked very different. We 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 a little bit more on our feet now and up and running. Um, so we got it. We had to get him back on. Um, he is an amazing individual, amazing sports mind, um, as well as actor. Um, and so uh, we we wanted to get him on. Obviously, talk some uh, some NBA stuff, but he's also doing a lot of very cool things um, in the acting world. Um, and we also got to get a, a learned, educated actor's take on the Goat LeBron James's new movie. Uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy. So we're going to ask him a little bit about that, but his name is John Chafin. Welcome to the show, bro. What's happening, What's happening bro? I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming back, man. Um, so, yeah, so we took a little break. Um, I got married recently. Um, JT was doing some moving and shaking, and he had some music come out over the past couple of weeks, um, which, was, which was cool. Tell us a little bit about what's been going on with you, JT. Oh man, yeah, I moved. I'm in Woodland Hills, the uh, the this the city of heat. It's uh, yeah, 95 the valley right now. Oh my god, man! Yeah. Apparently my and apparently that area, Canoga Park, Woodland Hills, is even hotter than the it surrounding is. areas. Mm -hmm. Dude, it, I, it, it's cooking. It's cooking. Yeah. Um, in a dope new building, a young building, a bunch of like entrepreneurs, the people doing music, people doing all sorts of businesses. So that's pretty. That's pretty dope. Yeah. And um, and other than that, I got this little guy here. Who's Whoa, here. the quarterback. What's the up, buddy? Quarterback, man. Dude, I was telling you, Joe, John, listen to this. So remember Mac 10? Yeah. The rapper? Yeah. yeah. So he's he's coaching this this football team. And Austin's baseball coach says, hey, man, we got a football team. I don't know if you remember Mac 10, but he's had – I'm like, Mac 10, the rapper Mac 10? Like, West Side <laughs> Connection? He's like, yeah. He, he's not a hip-hop guy. So he, I'm like, dude, I was raised in the 90s. I was yeah. like a hip hop dude, like yeah, I remember Mac Ten. So he's got this football team. Shout out to Oak City Niners. Nice. And uh, so we show up, and I already know the team's gonna be good because the, the dad had told me. So we show up. He goes, "Hey, have him just jump in and throw." I'm like, "Cool." So he jumps in first throw. Mac goes, he goes, "Oh, he can throw a little bit." I was like, "Yeah, he can throw a little bit." He's like, "Cool, he's our quarterback." <laughs> dude. And dude, they got weapons. John, if we can get you up for a game, I'll let you know yeah. you gotta come and check out some of the he's, he's got two going. kids on the team. His son and his stepson. Dude, these two kids are beasts, bro. Yeah. One is like a reincarnation of Julio Jones. Oh, it's wow. gonna be a fun season. It's gonna be a yeah. fun season. But anyway, my son, who I thought would sit the bench, is playing quarterback. So there we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> the, start, the starting QB. That's how I will address him from here on out. Uh, blows my mind. Yeah. QB1. Uh, <laughs> right. QB1. That's his new nickname for me. Okay. So, Mr. Mr. John Chafin, as my as my wife affectionately calls John, Mr. John, um, can you tell us a little bit about what's, what's been going on with you? I, you've been moving and shaking a lot, um, and, and I've seen you working on a couple projects. You have a new project about to come out, a new a new show about to come out. Tell us a little bit about that um, from producer 50 Cent. Um, so congratulations on that. But tell us a little bit about that as much as you can and, and what's going on and where people can catch it and when it drops. 
Yeah, so uh, BMF, uh, Black Mafia Family, his new series that's going to be dropping on Stars, mm-hmm. September 26th. Yeah. Um, it's going to be dope, 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 dope. It's what is it about? Off, well, it's based off of the uh, the true life of uh, Demetrius, Meech, Terry. Uh, Big Fenner, Meech. Big Meech, uh, Fennery, and Terry Fennery, the brothers that was uh, pretty much kingpins, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They pretty much rose themselves up to be the one of the uh the top urban uh drug i had to use the term drug dealer but yeah uh drug distributors yeah <laughs> you know entrepreneurs business yeah. entrepreneurs yeah uh in, in, in american history yeah. Yeah. yeah distribution experts you know yeah and in american history you know yeah. having grossed over you know 270 million sales and all that good Jeez. but um basically so they're doing a show basically on their story of their life and um his son, Lil Meech, uh, is going to be playing him. Um, da Vinci, he's going to be wow. His, his actual son, his actual son. Wow, I didn't know that. Him. Uh, I, I'm playing older Meech, so I'm playing him at an older age at 35. Wow, that's dope. Uh, um, I'll also be doing the voiceover throughout, you know, wow, narrating the, the show. Wow, so kind of like how, like how Raising Canaan is, is going, yes, uh huh. So, uh, it's going to be dope, man. I can't wait yeah. for it drop for everybody to see it uh like i said it's inspired by the events but it's not all yeah. true events some stuff is you know uh glamorized for tv but it's, it's going to be a great storytelling um can't wait for y'all to check it out yeah uh so yeah that's going to drop in september september 20 you said it's 26 september 26 make sure you guys go check that out and uh support John, your boy here John, is this is this like the most i don't know your entire you know body of work but i know you've done some big things but is this like some of your like the most excited you've been for a project uh yeah it's up there man it's up there blind spotting was definitely up there uh um, super dope blind spotting blind yeah, spotting was big nice, which is coincidentally this tonight is going to be like the series finale is ending mm-hmm. uh i did like four seasons on that show yeah uh every everything i have opportunity to jump in man is is definitely a blessing but this is definitely one of the shows that i was like because i'm from atlanta and mm-hmm. you know they were pretty much running atlanta when i was coming up wow so they was big dogs they had i remember the billboards all you know yeah. all, you know throughout the city they had about four of them um so being able to be a part of the telling of this story and the and the play uh big Meech was an honor and um i got a chance to meet his family um which is really dope and just mm-hmm. let all that you know for me as an actor my job is to tell the story and yeah not try to uh show uh, a characterization of him but mm-hmm. who he is so for me it's really just an honor uh it's really my first time playing somebody that's actually alive a real person yeah. He's still that's alive. hard that's hard as an actor right yeah. i mean that that's got to be hard to to me i have the most appreciation for the actors that have done the Ali's like like uh like Will Smith and the Ray Charles like to me when I think about iconic you know uh Denzel when he played um Malcolm X like to me when I think about iconic moments for actors it's always a portrayal of somebody yeah yeah you know because it's, it's tough you know what I'm saying you're you're literally putting on the shoes of somebody that is is uh that walked this earth but yeah you know a lot of other times we kind of these these characters that we play are fictionalized yeah yeah versions of ourselves mm-hmm. uh, so putting on the shoes of someone who actually walked 
in them is uh is a responsibility so you mm -hmm. know and I, I i hope that when they see it the family and him they they you know they're proud of the work mm -hmm. you know that's interesting man because uh i don't know if you know who Pooh Bear is but he's a, a huge songwriter he's like justin bieber's main dude yeah and he was my mentor for a couple of years he's he's one of the most naturally gifted writers or creative people i've ever had the opportunity to be around and mm. um i remember there was a big dispute and this is like 12 years ago about they wanted to make a bmf movie and there was a big dispute because he's from atlanta and there was a big mm -hmm. dispute over who had the rights to make the movie and he mm. had people that wanted to make the film in the studio while we were working together and there was like he he was told that he had the rights T.I. was in the conversation, all these other guys, and all Atlanta-based people. But it was like a big deal. I was like, man, this sounds really serious. But yeah. then I don't think anything ever got made. So it's, nah, it's this, this is the show. Yeah, this is going to definitely be the first. Uh, and I'm glad that they're doing it this way because they they have, like I said, they have younger Meech, uh, mm -hmm. Lil playing um, his father at a mm -hmm. young, you know, they're starting the story off at a, at a young age. So you can really see how they kind of started off and, and and got grown and they involved the family, which is important. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I don't like, I, you know, it always kind of gets under my skin when people do, uh, you know, they do these bi biopics, but they don't in, in, involve the family of yeah. doing the story of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, uh, which, in my opinion, is a little disrespectful because it's mm -hmm. like, this is the family, you know what I'm right. saying? At least have some, um, you know, say in, you know, the story, but. Uh, yeah. The fact that 50 and um actually uh, went to the family and the family's involved, that's going to make the story that much better because you yeah. get the real deal, you know, yeah. and not somebody's idea of what might have happened yeah. outside looking in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, well, it sounds, it sounds like it's going to be a super dope show. Um, yeah. If you guys haven't seen it, the trailer is out. It's on John's page, um, but it's on YouTube. Go check the trailer out. Um, yeah, you'll stars. See it. Yeah, 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 it's on stars. You'll get excited as soon as you see it um okay so let's jump into it we're gonna hit these real quick this is uh an interesting nba finals that is that is going on um it started out where everybody kind of thought it was going to be over sooner than it, it it was we thought i know i did personally i thought and you guys can let me know what you thought but i thought when the suns jumped out 2-0 i'm like congratulations chris paul uh it's it's a wrap he's gonna get it um and then it just flipped and the Milwaukee Bucks rattled off three straight, and now it's looking like it's gonna, it's about to be over. Um, so my question is, what was your take of the first, you know, the, the, the first couple games? We were, we weren't on the podcast for a while, but what was your take when you were watching the first couple games of the finals? And who do you blame for this seemingly epic collapse? of the phoenix suns is it devin booker is it chris paul is it is it monty williams like who is it is it uh, is it Giannis or somebody from the bucks you know who do you blame for that i'll tell you right now and we had this may have been the last show we did before you you were in full wedding mode joe mm -hmm. but when I, I when we saw the nets that were not healthy and did not look like they were going to be able to get through the series with the bucks what did i say mm -hmm. i said if the buck if they if they can't go and and the bucks win this I got the Bucks winning the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And this is the reason why. I love the Suns team. I love CP3. And it would not have shocked me if they won at all. But this Bucks team, this is why I liked them. And this is why I think they're doing what they're doing right now. 
they are a homegrown team who's made mm-hmm. little changes here and there, not the big splashy moves. E- even the move for um, for Holiday was not a huge splashy move. A but lot it was of a key move. It. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. overlooked it. And you and I, Joe, were like, dude, this dude That's a big is a move. really nice addition. Yeah. Even though he's not, he's an all-star, but he's not like the big splashy point, one of the big splashy point guards. But defensively, he's a beast. And he knows mm-hmm. how to run an offense. And he'll show up in the moments where you need a scoring. And that's what he's done. But the the main reason, outside of just the fact that this team was ready for that next step because they've just been going through pain after pain after pain, is Giannis. Mm-hmm. Dude, mm-hmm. even in the losses, Giannis was balling. Yeah. And he's balling now in situations where they were able to shut him down in the past, and now they're not able to do it. It's just figuring it out. He's a yeah. young dude. He's a young yeah. dude who's been playing basketball for 12 or 13 years, and we're seeing it come to fruition right now. Man, he's... He's out of his mind right now. The way the way he's playing, still doesn't have a jump shot. Still can't shoot free throws. Yeah, but he's figuring it out. I didn't even think he was going to be playing in the finals after that yeah. injury against Atlanta. I, I was like, oh, hindered, I, yeah. I was like, we might see him next season. So the fact yeah. that he's doing what he's doing after having that type of an injury mm-hmm. is mind blowing. And, and JT is his free throw shooting has gotten a little better. He's even speeded up the time that Thank he's God. taking. My yes. <laughs> God, right. But I would say um, I knew it wasn't going to be a, a, a quick series because, mm-hmm. for one, the Bucks is hard to beat in Milwaukee. I think they've only lost one one game at home this, this playoffs, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, and that mm-hmm. was Atlanta. They came in and stole a game at home. Um, I mean, we thought it was going to be done when they was down 0-2 against, against the Nets. And yeah. they got pulled out by 39 in game two. Yeah. So I already knew that this was going to go at least six, seven games. Now, I did not think Chris Paul would be the hindrance that he has been these last few games. There it is. And in my opinion, he is the main reason why they lost the last three games. I yeah. I, I knew they weren't going – I was hoping that they would still won in Milwaukee, but I was like, it's going to be tough to beat Milwaukee in Milwaukee because yeah. that, that crowd, the energy, the way that they play at home – it's just it's a tough it's a tough environment to go in and, and win and it's going to be really tough for them tonight in this, in this yeah. game but i i did not expect to see the turnover ratio with chris paul mm-hmm. and to be honest i gotta say drew holiday is probably the reason why the the, the sons have had this slide because he's been locking chris paul down yeah 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 he's been locking and him down how much is he defensively man he's he clutch is- he is so clutch. good, and he had that big clutch steal, which which if they win uh, this championship, that that play will be an iconic play. You know what I mean? Everybody's gonna remember him stealing the ball at the end of that game. And that's Bad what they block. needed. That's what they needed too, because I love Eric Bledsoe, and I've loved some of the other guys that come through there. But they needed a lockdown type guard that could really that could really handle these moments because they've always been so young. That was mm-hmm. their thing, right? They're really good, especially at the guard positions. They needed somebody who who could really come in. And like for a minute, I was like, ah, oh, the holiday pickup's nice, but this may not be their year. And look, they're they're on the brink. They're on the yeah. brink of raising the trophy. It's crazy. Yeah, to me, to me, if if to answer the question, it's Chris Paul to me. Um, I, and I I'm pulling for Chris Paul. I actually think that you know, if I had to pick a player, Giannis out of the stars, Giannis versus Chris Paul, who I think 
I, I would pull for to win this championship, it would be Chris for many reasons. One, he's he's towards the end of his career. He's been at this for a long time. He's had epic failures in the playoffs. Um, and he doesn't have much time left to go here. Like, I don't know how many years. If You know, after this year, he has a player option, which he'll probably exercise. And he's going to ask them. There'll be security years. He's going to say, I want four years. But he's not going to be Chris Paul, the superstar, for four more years, if you ask me, right? So right. I think that he's at the end of his rope in, in the league. And I think that I don't – I think he's too good of a player to go down as – to be thrown in that category of one of the greatest players to never win a championship, right? Um, I think he's one of the best floor general, pure bread point guards that we've seen um, in in NBA history. I think he's up there as one of the best pure bread point guards. Um, so I, I, my emotional side is like pulling for Chris Paul. Um, I think that Chris Paul is the reason why they 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 took this this slide. You know what I mean? Because he also was the reason why they were propelled to win in the past couple of series. When he came out with forty one and eight and thirty seven and nine and thirty five and uh, uh, that I mean, those are the games that really got them propelled them into a position to be where they are. And then something happened, and he's you know he has ten and seven um, on July fourteenth. He has nineteen. And nine, that's not enough. You need Chris Paul to be superstar Chris Paul. You need Chris Paul to be close out Chris Paul from the Clippers series for this Suns team to win this championship. So to me, it's yeah. Chris Paul. That, that speaks to how good Holiday is, too, because yeah. all the talk was, was Beverly's this great defender. And, and, you know, and he is a good defender, but maybe he's overrated. Holiday's not. Holiday's underrated. That, that was the most undervalued and under talked about pickup. It was covered a little bit, but not many people were talking about it. I wanted yeah. him for the Warriors. That's how much I think yeah. of Holiday. I really like yeah. him. That's huge. because yeah. He's shutting him down. And Giannis right now, we're seeing him finally, like, figuring it out when he needs to. Not that his game's perfect, but, you know, all, all these years of losing, 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 a lot of people just blow up the team. We thought they might have to blow up the team after this season. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and instead, I mean, you know, some things have gone their way and they're healthy. Which is huge, yeah. right? They're healthy, but man, he's putting up a month. This is could go down as one of the the best uh, final series ever for a big man. That's how well he's playing. Man, yeah, I was, I was watching. I was reading some of that. It was like Chris Paul would be the first player to to, to lose a, a, a best of seven series when up by two. Yeah. So, and you know he did the three one. He had the three one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like right. these things are gonna haunt him. That's the other thing is I don't want to yeah. see these things haunt him like this because he already has like a couple stains from 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 the past especially those clipper years right right so that'll be interesting to see how that how it affects his legacy if he does if he does end up losing this um so there's been big conversation around the dynamics of the bucks superstars the bucks stars if i don't know if you consider chris middleton a superstar but he's played like it in spots um and the big debate online in the twitterverse has been whose team is it really who's batman and who's robin a lot of people took offense to uh you know guys like kendrick perkins coming out um uh people on the talk show saying you know what if we're being honest Giannis is really a robin Giannis is really not a batman and when we see them the bucks win it's because chris middleton is playing is playing his batman role um do you agree or disagree with that? I'm going to start with John because John looks like he's perturbed and he has something to say. Yeah, so go ahead. I, you can start it off. First of all, Kendrick Perkins needs to just stop because he was over here talking about the Suns, his dynasty and all this shit. They about <laughs> to knock the fuck out without even having one. Uh, you got to at least win one championship to even be, I mean, to be even. 
So I don't even be listening to what Kendrick Perkins is talking about. Yeah. But first of all, they would not be where they are right now if it wasn't for Giannis. Okay. They wouldn't be in the final if it were not for Giannis. They, so you can't say that the best player on your team is a Robin. Like, that doesn't matter. I mean, we don't even know which Chris Middleton is going to show up night to night. That's a, he might okay. be a 40-point Chris Middleton night, or he yeah. might be a 17 and, and, and 10 Chris Middleton. We don't know. Yeah. But, but I think that's his point. I think I think his point. I think his point is that they they kind of go as Chris Middleton goes, not as Giannis. Because to your point, to your point, and, and I want you to respond to this. But to your point, when you look at them and and their and 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 their individual games as we go out through the finals and just through the playoffs, Giannis has been the more consistent player, right? You know he's going to show up. He's going to give you like thirty and fifteen or thirty and thirteen, something like that, right? But you've seen him do that and them lose. And then you've seen him do the same thing, be super consistent, but then Chris, the superstar Chris Middleton shows up. And then yeah. they win, and they win. That, 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 that's that's, that's a problem. Yeah, that, that's that the thing. That, that, mean, that means your guy that has – and look, we've we've ripped him. Other A lot of other people have ripped him in, in the playoffs. But now now Giannis, there's no question. He's got to be bad, man, because you, like you just said it in passing, like, oh, you know, he's going to show up and go for 30 and 15. Those are legit numbers, every, but now you don't have to worry about him not showing up because he's right. figured it out. Now, all he needs is his other whatever you want to call him, sidekick, superstar, all-star, whatever we're calling him. He just needs him to show up, whether it's huge or whether it's 30 points. And now they got another guy, undervalued all-star holiday, but he's still the dude. Like, they're not winning a championship if Giannis isn't doing his thing. And he's doing it. In a way, not only is he offensively pushing them, and and sp- like he is the spirit behind this team too. He is in their face. He's like, "Let's go! This is our time," which I think is huge because I don't think he was always a great leader. He's still young, but now he's a leader. And also defensively, it's like having Rudy Gobert Gor- Gor- on your team, and he's also putting up thirty and fifteen. That, that's yeah. what Giannis yeah. is. And yeah, I, go ahead, John. I was gonna say nobody is looking for Robin to come save. Gotham, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like when the, when the bad sign goes up, you're you know Batman is coming. But the, but but see but see to that analogy to 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 his point right to that I don't, this is why I don't think this 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 analogy is so crazy as far as Giannis being a Robin is because to that analogy if you want to talk about that type of thing when it's time for the Bucks to be saved it's Chris Middleton I've seen I've seen plenty of times in the clutch where first of all in the clutch. More more often than not, they go to Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is their their clutch guy. He is their closer. Um, which logistically, as far as we talk about basketball, it, he has to be because Giannis is not a shooter, and Giannis really is not going to create his own shot past ten feet, right? So he, so Chris Middleton it logically needs to be the closer, right? But so when you say when you say things like, well, who's coming to save them? You can argue it's Chris Middleton who's coming to save them. That's where this argument I think is born out of. But yeah, but, but, but then, but then he, oh, go ahead. So I, I, I was just gonna, I was gonna say, even just along that vein, we've just seen him save them twice now. Giannis, he had the huge block against Peyton that no one else would have gotten but him. I couldn't, I still, I watched that replay. I can't even believe he got there. He was completely out of the play, was completely yeah. out yeah. of position, and got back and made a huge block. And then, and then he had the, uh, didn't he have the game-winning putback or dunk the other night? Like he's had two moments just in this series or in the last two series where it's like. He literally saved them. And it's like, you know what I, what I think of when I look at Middleton? Um, and I won't lie, I'm not sure how good of a defensive player he is, but 
Joe Johnson is a very underrated player. And he's one of those guys that if he had like a Giannis type dude, because he was a great closer. Offensively, in his prime, he was one of the best players in the league. But he couldn't defend a mop. And he couldn't, he couldn't do a lot of the other things that you need a superstar to do. But if he had a guy like Giannis that could and a guy like Holiday that could, Joe Johnson would have been a guy getting the ball and, and finishing out these games. He just was never in his prime in a position to do that. That's how I look at Middleton. He is you know, a, a Paul Pierce type player who can get, get it done at the end of games. But without Giannis, they're not even in a position to win those games. Yeah. Thank you. Because I was going to say, because Middleton is coming at the end after Giannis has already scored 38. <laughs> got 13 rebounds, about eight or six. You know, Giannis is already done, and they still need somebody else to step up. Mm-hmm. And that's where Chris Middleton comes in, and that's where Drew Holiday can come in to help. But if Chris Middleton is not going to play his role as Robin, then it's going to be harder for Batman to defeat all these motherfuckers that's coming at him. Excuse mm-hmm. me. But it's going to it's going to be harder for him to fight off the Joker, you know. what I'm saying all these cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin can show up and and assist in what Batman Giannis has already been doing, mm-hmm. and they have a better chance. And that's why I say Giannis is Batman and Chris is, is yeah, Robin. And and this is kind of the new formula too. Players that you know in the in the new types of offenses and the new teams, the way they're built. Players that really don't care if they're Batman or Robin. Giannis doesn't care. Giannis just wants to win. And that's one of the reasons I really like Giannis because he's a likable kid and all he wants to do is just win. He doesn't care about the numbers. He doesn't care about all the glory, whatever. He wants to win. And having them just be unselfish and then Holiday, again, like those personalities work great together. None of those guys care about anything except they want to win a championship. Right? Yeah, I think, so I think, to, I think. I think to Giannis's credit, and to your point, JT, I think the thing that shifted for the Buccaneer for the Bucks, not the Buccaneers, for the Bucks, um, is Giannis changing his mindset and not doing things that he's really not capable of doing. Not not standing out at the three point line and taking thirty foot three point shots, and not taking you know the they they will leave him open. We've seen him in other series. They'll leave him open and stay you know, five, 10 feet back from him and dare him to shoot. And in past series, he's, he's taken that shot and they've lost. We've seen him lose those games. Now, if you leave him back, he's just going to come up. He's just going to go run charge at you and Euro stab you and go to the basket. So I yeah. think I understand both sides of it where people are seeing that and going, well, Giannis is just, Giannis is just, is, is, is being smarter about his shot selection. And he's not, he's not as so much, trying to be the batman that we see on other teams he because he's not the he's not going to be the kobe's he's not going to be the lebron's he's not going to be those type of those type of batmans the traditional type of batmans that we see to you to your point john he is unselfish and i think now he's realizing i'm not that guy i'm not that type of batman i may i may be the leader of this bucks team but i am not that type of guy and we and we've seen chris him be comfortable allowing allowing chris Middleton in spaces to be the guy and i think that's that's what changed for this bucks team because i think had that not changed everybody would just be building the wall and forcing him to shoot and he'd be taking those shots and they'd be bricking and they'd be running the other way and they'd be losing all these games by 10 15 points yeah i mean he's taken he's taken a page out of shaquille o'neal's book shaquille o'neal was probably always the best player on the Lakers maybe went near the end when, when they moved him, Kobe was, but even when there, he, he would always call Kobe Batman, but like mm-hmm. there were, he, Kobe was not Batman when Shaquille O'Neal won the MVP right. award 
and he was unstoppable. And mm-hmm. he couldn't shoot a lick, and he couldn't shoot free throws, but he he bought he bought into the offense and and just let Kobe do his thing where he needed to. But Giannis is Shaq. Giannis is the new Shaq, a freakishly athletic guy, over seven feet tall, with crazy long arms that no one physically can stop. And now mm-hmm. he's he's learning what he needs to do to get it done. I think that's all yeah. it is. His basketball yeah. IQ needed to be raised. I think we're seeing. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That that his IQ change, and I think really really was the shift he, for them. He he also needed James Harden to be hurt and Kyrie Irving to be hurt. But well, that part too, man. We can. That's a conversation. That is a conversation for a whole nother podcast because he, that he is a big part of it. Sixteen and that fifteen and a half. That's what. He needed. Yeah, yeah. That 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 part too. We can talk about that uh, later down on the line, which we we have to address the fact that this is the playoffs of a lot of luck for both the 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 uh, Suns and the Bucks. Um, so let's go to uh, to your hypothetical, right? We're gonna make some picks because we're not. We're, I don't know that we'll be on the air before a, a champion is crowned. So who wins this NBA Finals? Does this go to a Game Seven? Who wins this NBA Finals? And who's your who's your Finals MVP? Oh man, you know what? Before before Game Five, I said I, I was still rocking with the Suns because I did not expect for them to beat Milwaukee in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like Milwaukee because I don't see Phoenix beating Milwaukee in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I just don't. So I'm I I got to switch my pick um, based off of the way that the series has been going and how the the superstars have been showing up. Yeah. Um, and if that and if that goes the way that I think it will, then Giannis is definitely the MVP. I mean, Chris Middleton has a as a case, yeah, for- he has a case. I don't think it's gonna be as I don't think it's gonna be as shut, closed and shut as people. Right. Some people think it is. I think I think Giannis because Giannis has been consistent. Yeah, you know yeah. he hasn't had a game off. You know, yes. he hasn't took any games off, and the fact that he's doing this after, like I said, that atrocious, nasty injury is just very telling. So I think I think the Bucks gonna close him out tonight, man. Honestly. I, I think the crowd, the energy, I, I don't see Phoenix coming in unless they can get a, a great, you know, first quarter. But even still, you got to play four quarters because we mm-hmm. saw the boys come back from like 18 points in game five. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I mean, this is like your classic example. And, and this is why I like the Bucks that they get through the Nets, because, again, You've got Holiday, who hasn't been a part of this team, but he's got all the experience. And now you've got a team that's just been suffering every year, but they've been there. Mm-hmm. They've been right there. They just needed to get over the hump. And once it's all mental. Once you mentally get over the hump, because Phoenix physically is good enough to beat them, but Peyton's never even been close to this stage. Booker's never even been close. They weren't even in the playoffs, were they? Yeah. They've been missing yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. Now they're in the finals. And now you got CP3. They can kind of focus on him and say, let the, let the youngins like, figure out it out because man at this stage you don't see teams as young as phoenix and as inexperienced as phoenix win championships so so i think you're seeing it i mean three in a row after being down oh two that's experience that's not yeah. just physical ability that that's experience of figuring it out i don't see the the suns being able to beat them now two games in a row i don't i don't see that happening and and when they win it Giannis is the mvp i mean even when they lost the first two games he was he himself was unstoppable I think the numbers and everything he's he's gonna get, and defensively he's. I know Gobert's been winning the the defensive player of the year lately, but Giannis is every bit as good on the defense. Yeah, 
I wouldn't be surprised if this went to a game seven. Um, but I think the way it's been looking, uh, I don't know if there's something off with Chris, like if there's something wrong with Chris Paul or what. Um, I, but I don't, I don't see them. I don't see them actually winning this this series anymore. Um, I think that the the Bucks win, and I think I think that Giannis will be named MVP. But would I be surprised if Chris Middleton has two amazing games and it's a close race and and it later comes out that maybe you know it was uh, closer than they thought it would be between them or or whatever um you know i wouldn't be surprised i think i also wouldn't be surprised if chris middleton actually won finals mvp um depending on how these next two games have will will go um I, I wouldn't be surprised but i think the chalk bet the safe bet is is definitely on Giannis. so so you so you said these next two games so you're saying that phoenix is going is going to be the Bucks in, in in Milwaukee tonight. No, 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 no. I think that I think that the I, w- I said I wouldn't be surprised if it goes uh, to to seven games. Like if I had to pick, I, I think Phoenix will, does win tonight. I think okay. they do win tonight. Um, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. You know, if they didn't lost in the Bucks, so I'm picking the Bucks to win. Um, but something in me is telling me that it'll go seven games. If it goes seven, Phoenix is going to win. I don't see Phoenix losing a game seven in Phoenix. I think the, the crowd is going to be. Electric. I think Chris Paul will show up. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only does Chris Paul need to show up, Book has been showing up, but somebody else got to step up. Yeah, they, they uh, yeah, that's you know, a fact. And, 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 and that's and that's the problem. And this is why I didn't love Phoenix. And I'm, I would I was surprised at the run they've had because mm-hmm. Aiden, I like Aiden, but as your third guy, like to be, I don't have a, some other scoring, but like he's kind of your third guy. And he's mm-hmm. that dude that needs the oops. He need, he's not the guy that's gonna just go get you yeah. twenty on its own. That that's tough because you're big three with Milwaukee, and then you got Lopez. You got other guys that can do it. That's a hindrance. He he need, he needs to improve his offensive game and get it done. But dude, like Holiday needs to get a lot of love right now because we talked about this, Joe. Kevin Durant called him the best defensive guard in the league, and that's yeah. huge praise, especially because he's not very big. So no. like, he's he's really showing his worth right now. He's really showing his worth putting a lot. Maybe CP3 is not 100, or maybe Holiday just that great of a defensive player and nobody's been talking about it. But, you know, for KD to say that after all the guys he's been up against, is that's high praise. High praise. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, before we get out of here, we, got, we have a, a, a learned, edu- educated actor on the show today, and we need to get his take. Now, first of all, did you see – did you see the Goat James's new movie Space Jam: A New Legacy? Did you see? I don't know who the Goat James is. Who is it? Is this a Le new Goat? Guy? LeBron Goat James. LeBron uh, Goat. The Goat King oh, James. I watched it. Yeah. It's okay. So, so it's on my to do list. I am going to watch. Okay. It's been so busy. I haven't had a chance. Yes. Yes. Oh, and it just came. It just came out. Um, like this past weekend. Yeah, it just came out. Um, it's only been out a couple days. It's done amazing at the box office. That they said 30, 32 million was was opening. It, it beat out um, Black Widow. Um, it obviously beat out um, the original Space Jam at twenty four million. So there's that. That's another thing that Jordan comes in number two with with LeBron James. So um, I, I saw it. I thought it was. I thought it was cool. I, you know, I thought people um, uh, originally they were talking about how the the critics, the Cisco and Ebers and Rotten Tomatoes before people actually saw it, they were talking about their the low ratings from the actual critics. And then the people came out and saw it and the, the people gave it astounding um, uh, uh, numbers and, and, and critiques. So um, I thought it was cool. Uh, JT, did you see it? 
I haven't seen it, but I thought it was real nice of the studio to be like, okay, we had the greatest player of all time do the first one. Who should do the second one? Oh, second greatest player of all time. Like who else? Who else would we pick? We're gonna pick the third greatest player of all time. Like, we gotta go with the second greatest player. And I nah. thought that was really, really smart of them. Really smart. I, I I haven't seen it. I've been reading some of the reviews, and I'm like, some people had some negative stuff to say. But I was like, folks, first of all, the movie's not made for adults. It's like that. that say that again. The Space Jam. All the Space Jams. One, two. This is not. It was a kid. It was a kids movie. It was a it was a movie for the kids. The Jordan one and the LeBron one is a kids movie. But we got grown men beefing over who was the better actor and who like they weren't both playing themselves. Like. It's weird. It's got really it's not weird. For you, adult man, you know, it's for the child to enjoy and go out there. You know, it's like, come on. It's I, got I, really weird. They were arguing the other day on Undisputed about like the the plot and the premise. Like, yo, this is like we're talking about cartoon characters here. They're talking about well, this plot was better than. You don't have Michael Jordan or LeBron James who are not actors play the main At all. role in a movie if it's for adults. It's for, yeah. it's for kids to have a good time. They're trying to judge just like it's going to be up for, for an award season or something. I'm like, no. it's a feel-good movie. Yeah. Go take your child to go enjoy and yeah. see Bunny and, and, and your favorite basketball player in a movie together. I mean, and, it's and, and, not and, not, and not only that, we, we need to be clear, too. This is not it's not um a sequel like it's 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 not space jam 2 i i know we 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 hear a lot of people say it like we we just kind of throw it out there casually cuz you just you hear the first name and you think oh this is this is the second space jam 2.0 it's not so when you go to watch it just be go watching it with the understanding it's a different movie it is space jam colon a new legacy and it is a it is a new movie the plot is very different um, the you know the the Looney Tunes and everything are the staples, so they're going to be the same. But it's it's different. It's a different movie. They took it in a different direction. I thought the direction that they went in was cool. Don Cheadle was amazing. He was Don Cheadle, um, and I thought that it was cool. The the different they modernized it. It they added all these little. Uh, it was a lot of WB Warner Brothers plugs in there and 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 all this stuff like that. But it was different. It was a different movie. Yeah. It's not the the original plot that followed the greatest player of all time. It's a new plot following a new different player. <laughs> no, that's no. amongst. It's the, the new goat. Players. It's the it's the totally movie coordinating, coordinating the new fact, the new goat. As a matter of fact, and the, the first movie had arguably the greatest small forward of all time in it, Larry Bird. He was in that movie. Yeah. So LeBron yeah, James well, being the second greatest small forward at the time, of all time. That's a really big deal. You're right. At the time, there was the greatest player of all time and the greatest small forward. And now, 25 years later, both of them have been bumped to the side. Uh, Mr. John Chavin. No, 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 no. This is fact. Mr. John Chavin, thank you so much for joining the show today. Tell the people where they can follow and support anything that you got coming up. Yeah, man. I appreciate you having me, bro. It's always fun to catch up with you guys, man. Um, Y'all can catch me on IG at John Chafin. My hands yeah. right there. Uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter at John Chafin. Um, like I said, as, as new stuff come on, uh, come out, I'll be posting. You know, let y'all know what's going on. Yeah, I'll update it. Yeah, please, please do. Um, and and make sure you go see BMF. Uh, it's out September twenty sixth. Yeah. Um, our boy is in it, and uh, it, go check out the trailer. It looks like it's gonna be super cool. Um, so go go support him in that. Um, I'm at Joe Connor 33 on everything. Uh, my band Mantra Gold just dropped a single yesterday. It's called The Answer. This song has been like four years in the making, trying to get out. 
you, you, as independent artists, you can understand that just putting out one song can take a lot of a lot more effort than it does for somebody who is signed to a major label. So this is this is the the passion project for me. Um, Mantra Gold. It, we're super independent. We're all super close friends, um, and it's just it's just feel good music. Um, and we're finally getting the ball rolling with some of that. So go check it out. It's called The Answer. Um, it's on everything right now. Um, and follow at Mantra Gold at Mantra Gold. Um, also, um, the second leg of the Otherwise Tour is about to start. Um, we leave in August, so next month we're getting ready for that. Um, go check out the dates uh, for Otherwise, um, and you can go get tickets at Otherwise.com. We're doing. We're coming down south. Uh, we're gonna. We're coming pretty close to the East Coast, so um, go check out those, those dates. We also announced the the third leg dates, which are going to take place in September. Um, so we're going to be back out in the world, moving and shaking. If you see me at a show, come say what's up to us. Before I say my stuff, I want to ask this. Who, what was the name of the, the talented woman that sang at your, at your reception? Sharon. He's talking about Sharon Youngblood, but we love Dude, her. She was sitting next to us. At the, she was sitting next to me at the table and she went up to sing. And I want to apologize publicly to her for throwing my bread at her. But everybody started throwing things, and it was the closest I, thing to me. I just threw it because I was so pumped. I threw my bread at her. I threw my roll at her. Okay. She was she was I singing her I face saw, off, and I threw yeah. a biscuit at her. Like, I yeah, thought, that, I did. I thought I saw another thing of bread, so I was like, I just threw the dude. She was. Yeah, yeah, so, and the, that 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 comes from the from the from the Pentecostal church where we come from. Uh, when somebody is singing their face off, you throw throwing things at them is a sign of respect. It's not like when you see in the old movies where somebody yeah. where a comedian's on stage and they're throwing a tomato and they're throwing stuff at them. No, it, yeah. from when I when I came from from the church, when you throw stuff something at somebody, it's because they're they're murdering it. Um, so exactly. I was throwing I was throwing everything that was in front of me at her because she was singing her face off. She sang Anita <laughs> Baker. Um, I can't remember the. The, the um, song, but she she slate she I could stop at she sang Anita Baker and she slated. Yeah, at JD Harker for everything. Uh, the latest single, All the Above, just hit I think a little over thirty thousand streams. It's been out a couple yeah. weeks, so that's dope. Um, and the next single, TYX, which a lot of people are excited about. I'm pumped up about. It was written by I'm six amazing up about. writers that are that are way better than me. That's coming out I think August sixth. So I'll keep everybody updated on that. But uh. We're excited about that one. And yeah, it's at JT Harker. All, all the there's some big things coming. So I'll keep you updated. Dope. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Please continue to share um and support um any way that you can. Until next time, this has been the Backstage Sports Podcast. Be safe and be great. Peace.